0: gentlemen welcome back to the second episode of human unfiltered where we're going to be diving into the unfiltered thoughts of human beings such as you know yours truly the host and i hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode i know there's a lot of heavy stuff in there about my life and everything like that but i hope that each of you took something away from that And, you know, and just looking at the things that I've been through in my life and, uh, you know, I hope it resonated with you and maybe it kind of helped you uh, deal with some similar experiences that's been in your life. But uh, on today's episode, I'm going to have a guest. Uh, She will be the first official guest here on Human Unfiltered. And it's my wife, who I talked about on last week's show, Uh, my wife, Crystalyn Springer. Hello, my handsome husband. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I have Crystal on here. Um, you know, she's going to be kind of like talk to you guys kind of about her life and and some experiences that she would like to share on this week's show. So, uh, so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about yourself.
1: Oh, I mean, there's so much to tell me so about me. I'm just going to get short. Sh- 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 Sorry, guys. I'm a little nervous. I'm just going to keep it short and sweet and straight to the point. So I'm 26. As you, Cody mentioned, I am his wife. We literally just got married last month on the 14th. And we have a beautiful son who is two years old. So that's basically just the you know just short and sweet point of of me.
0: So yeah, so yeah, like um yeah, Crystal and I, we've been together for several years now and we just got married not too long ago. Um so I wanna ask you, um, was you know, I mean, we've been married for close to a month now. Um, You know, we're a couple of days away from it being one month that we've been married. Has marriage been everything you thought it would be?
1: Mm, actually, pretty much, like, yes. Because, you know, they always say that first year of marriage is the roughest. And, you know, we, within our first like, two weeks, I would say was our roughest because you know of our neighbors and like basically kind of it was kind of different because like you said we've been together for several years now I can't even remember how many actually because it kind of just all like smashed together so I kind of already felt like we were already married like, you know, we just been together for so long that we already seemed like we were that married couple, and then we had our son, and then we just finally decided to make it official.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, we've been living together for quite some time, so it kind of already felt natural that we were married and whatnot, and, uh, you know, and then... You know, Crystal mentioned, uh, you know, our first couple weeks have been rough and everything because of the neighbors. And so I'll I'll go ahead and give that some context and I'll I'll let you know what happened. So we had um, we live in an apartment complex and, you know, we we live at the end. So we have neighbors that are right next to us. And um, so what happened? You know, this happened. Like basically, on the day that we got married, so you know, Crystal and i we decided to go to the courthouse and get married um you know that's what we decided to do. We didn't want like to do a big fancy wedding wedding or anything like that, so um so then we came back home and you know and then we uh you know we went to bed and everything like that, and then around one thirty in the morning, you know, we were hearing like thumping noises coming from next door and everything and uh, you know so naturally we were like you know what what's going on And so basically the couple next door got into a fight and the um, the boyfriend he got so angry and he was drunk that he decided to fire his shotgun into the wall and the um, the shotgun round, went through their wall and into their neighbor's apartment. And uh, the man who lives there, he was about a foot away from where the the shotgun round entered into his apartment. So he could have easily been hit and could have been killed or injured. So it was a pretty chaotic situation. Um, We weren't affected in any way necessarily. Um, you know, we didn't have to deal with what the people two doors down from us had to deal with, but you know, it was just a crazy situation and, um, and surprisingly he did the man who shot the gun did not get arrested, which that still puzzles me that he was not arrested, but you know, they, the, they were, they got evicted for it because it was multiple lease violations and, uh, you know, basically what they were doing was unsafe um so I, I just want to kind of want to get your thoughts on that whole situation
1: well like you said it was pretty really scary because it's like you know we live on the end and if you're facing the building complex we live on the end on the right hand side so if so like if you're outside and facing the whole building with in front you're staying we're on the right-hand side, so they shot into the left-hand neighbors, and it makes me wonder, like, what if he would have shot into our house, you know, like, our apartment, because what if that would happen and our son was home? Like, thank God our son was not home. I just want to make sure that is very clear. Our son was not home, and just so you know, like, The neighbors that they shot into, they also have an, what, eight-year-old boy? So, they, um, so it's really scary that this happened because it's like, if you're going to be that freaking drunk and you guys are going to get into it, then you two just need to separate yourselves, like you know just separate yourselves and it got to the point where like he literally told the police that he dropped the gun and it went off whichever if, if people knows like they say that yes sometimes that can happen but he told the um the manager of the apartment complex at the time because we got a we got a new um property manager And new people bought out the other. So, at the time, the manager of this one um, group, he said, he told him straight up that he was drunk and he fired the shotgun. So, I'm just kind of like, I'm glad that we don't have to deal with it anymore. And, but like, with this new place, it makes me wonder because of all that happened, that's why they're trying to raise up the rent because they don't want people like that living in these places.
0: Well, I mean, I, we can't really say that for sure. I mean, like, cause that's a thing, like people who are renting out apartments, you know, they can't discriminate, you know, they can't discriminate against people, you know, as long as they meet the criteria, the requirements of renting the apartment, then, then then yeah they they can't be denied you know what i mean cuz that, that half the time you know uh, you know landlords aren't don't really know the people that they're renting renting to because they've met the criteria for everything you know um but now you know with how the world is right now they want you to make either 2 to 3 times more than what the place is worth for rent so let's say if um The rent was a thousand dollars a month they want you to make twice that amount so you gotta make two thousand dollars a month to even live there you know they want proof of that and they're making it harder and harder for people to rent apartments and everything and i think it's just ridiculous but you know um but anyways uh let's um so we have that situation um But uh, do you feel that there's a stronger family dynamic now that we've been married?
1: Almost definitely. I feel like, you know, our family has been more, now that we're married, like, because you're, you're a springer and then our son was born and he was a springer and then I was just, like, my maiden name, that I feel like it was kind of like I was a little bit of an outsider, but now that we're married, like, my name is your name. And, well, unfortunately, like, Indiana laws, you have to wait one month before I can change my last name to your last name. So, I mean, like like we said, that's coming up here soon, so I'll be able to do that. And um, so, yeah, I really feel like now, like, I'm, like, our family is stronger because we're married and, and, like, my last name is not my maiden name, it's your name, and we're, it's just, it feels a really lot stronger.
0: Yes, I agree, because, you know, once you've taken that next step in your relationship with somebody, you know, getting married... Cause that's a big step in a relationship and it's a step that most people aren't ready for. They think they're ready, but when they actually do it, they're like, Oh God, you know, like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. But with Crystal Lynn and I, you know, we, this is something we've thought about doing for quite a long time, you know, I was getting married and everything like that. And, uh, you know, and finally be able to do that, you know, I think it's taken our, our uh, relationship with each other to that ultimate level, you know, I mean, everything feels like it's officially, you know, official, you know, that we're, you know, husband and wife, you know, we're a a family, you know, we all have the same last name now, you know, it's a good feeling, you know, for sure. And, um, you know, and now it's, you know, building are building on top of that foundation that we've already laid down, you know, and making it better and, and improving it for years and months to come. Do you want to talk a little bit about your family?
1: Sure. Um, so basically, like, when I was young, I mean, like, really young, I can't really tell you how old I was. Because, like, I thought I was three when it turns out maybe I wasn't even two yet. Like, with what my dad said, um, my mom and my dad got literally a divorce. Um, so basically, like, they had my older brother and then they had me, and then my parents got divorced. Well. Then my dad met my stepmom. They got married. They had another kid, which was a boy. So literally I'm the only girl in the family. And and that's basically kind of it. Like I through the divorce, I got my like my dad got custody of me, like living custody, so I, I was with my dad living my mom got to see me every two weeks when she got paid. Um, and, like, the situations between them, there was, like, a lot of bad situations. Like, I sometimes felt like, you know, people had a lot of growing up to do. I'm not going to say names and I'm not going to say who because I'm being respectful. Basically, there was a lot of adults that needed to grow up, and there was a lot of adults that just needed to, like, you think you're the better parent, but you're, look what you're doing, you're talking bad about one parent in front of your, the kids, and then you think it's not okay that your kids do it, so for people, for, so if you're listening to this, and you are a divorced parent, do, please do not talk about your like, if you are a woman, do not talk about the dad in front of your kid. And, and if you are a man, do not talk about the the mom in front of the kid. Because it's just going to teach them that it's okay to talk bad about everybody else behind their back. And then when you're, like, what, basically bullying? You know, I feel like... Because that's that happened to me. I thought it would be okay because my mom would talk about my dad. And then um, my dad would talk about my mom. And so I would do it with them. And then all of a sudden, like, I got yelled at one weekend. And it was just not right. Like, I thought it wasn't cool. So I finally put my foot down and said, you guys need to stop. Because you guys have been doing this all my life. And this is where I got it from. But yet... But, yeah, like, I just feel like it's not okay. Now, I can understand if you're, like, a single parent. Like, you know, maybe you're a woman who is a single, you're, like, a single mom or a single dad. Now, if you're a single dad because the mom didn't want to be a mom and she's, like, toodaloo, okay, whatever. You know, she's a deadbeat person. And the same with the dad. You know, like, if you do not want to be a dad, the mom has all right to talk about you. Sorry, I didn't mean to curse. But, um, you know, she has all right to say, you know what, he didn't want to be a dad, so he's not in the picture. That's, I feel like that's right to tell your kids that, because, you know, you basically raised them from when they were little babies. Where's your help, you know? And, um, so yeah, like, that's kind of basically how a little bit of my life went. It was, like, a lot of back and forth about a a lot of, like confusion and parents thinking like one of them is the better parent and there's a lot of that I know people can relate so I kind of just now as a parent because I'm with you know my husband and I'm just happy that I'm with him and we're solving our problems out you know yeah there's times we're gonna get mad at each other and we want to argue but we're just like you know what no let's calm down, take 10 minutes, both of us calm down, and then when one of us wants to talk, you know, we'll be like, hey, can we talk? And if the other's not ready, be like, I need another five minutes. Okay, give them that five minutes. Take as long as you need. If you need an hour to cool down, let that person know, hey, I need an hour to cool down. Because it's not worth screaming and arguing and have all these problems And then it continues gets worse and to the point where you're like, I no longer love you. You know, I feel like, you know, stuff can be solved if you just let each other cool down. And then you come back and be like, hey, you know, I understand what you were coming from. But you have to understand what I'm coming from and talk it out. And then, you know, say you're sorry and then continue.
0: Yeah, I mean, like in relationships, you're going to have moments where you may not like that person, you know, I mean, it, it just is what it is, you know, I mean, you're going to have times where, you know, you guys want to like, knock each other out pretty much, you know, but you know, it it's going to be, you know, having the, uh, the strength and wanting to work things out with that person and talk about it you know, communication is so key anymore, you know, because I feel like a lot of relationships fall apart because of communication issues. And, um, you know, and we've seen it with other people's relationships too, you know, of it falling apart and everything like that. So, I mean, yeah, and Crystal and I've had, you know, our communication problems as well, but we've been working hard and improving, upon that to communicate with each other better so that way we have a more uh, healthier relationship. So, you know, we talked a little bit about your parents, you know, um, and everything. Um, What has your relationship been like with your siblings?
1: Well, um, not so good because... You know, me and my older brother, we've we've never really got to connect and really sat down and talk about all the problems we had had to face together. And um, with my younger brother, me and my older brother felt like he was the golden child. And I did not like that at all, because I felt like he was favorite. And there was one person who would favorite my younger brother like I said I'm not gonna say names I'm not gonna say who they are I'm just gonna say persons anyways um they would favorite my younger brother and I think that's so disrespectful so I never really want to be around them but like our relationships were kind of like Up and down. We were happy. We were mad at each other. There was sometimes like we. As adults now. We barely talk. Like the only time. Like literally today. We were. We went to my dad's. And we were swimming in the pool. And I can't even get in the pool. Without my brother splashing me. Trying to throw me in. Being a dick. Every time. He tickles me. And it's so hard that it hurts. And I'm like, dude, just stop. I am trying to deal with my kid. And you're here thinking, like, it's all fun and games to tickle me. And, you know, it's all fun and games to splash me and stuff. Like, dude, seriously, stop. I'm, I was kind of mad. But, you know, again, like, our relationships have always been like that. There's always that sibling rivalry, too. Like, we think one of us always has to get the better present for the parents now. But I'm like... If you know my parents, they don't want presents. So... Yeah, that's how my relationships with my brothers were.
0: Yeah, I mean... you, You know, you've had your up and down moments with your brothers and everything, but... You know, even when they're falling short, you know, I, I, I I think they, they both, you know, care a great deal about you, you know, they may not show it in the best way, but I do believe that they care, you know, um, that, that's just me though. I mean, you know, I mean, it might be a fair point to say that, you know, I have a better relationship with them than crystalline does and everything um that might be a fair point to say because you know i'm the brother-in-law and everything but you know i think but i think with what it is is that you know with me they kind of you know treat me in a different way than they do her you know like since i'm you know a guy and everything like that you know what i mean but you know i do believe that your brother's still you know, are care a great deal about you and everything, and, you know, and, uh, it's just all about finding a common ground with, with both of them, and, you know, and it might take some time for that to happen, you know?
1: I, I completely understand what you're saying, but, like, again we're so used to this um relationship that i feel like even if we try to talk about how we feel about each other there's some argument that's going to happen and we're going to completely just not talk to each other in months like do you know my younger brother's girlfriend right now is the only girlfriend i got along with out of all the all the chicks my brother dis- my brother's dated my b- youngest brother's girlfriend right now she's the only one i get along with
0: well i feel like that's kind of large in part because i kind of feel like maybe the women that your brothers dated in the past kind of you know viewed you as a threat like not as a threat in like you know um (laughs) because that would just be weird you know like i mean just as like oh well you know she's gonna look out for and and then if I'm and if I'm not like doing something right, then she's gonna talk bad about me type of deal. you know what I mean? I kind of feel like that's why you may not have gotten along with your brother's past ex-girlfriends and stuff. I mean, that's just a theory. I could be totally wrong, but they maybe because you have looked out for before and stuff and you're gonna continue to do that and all that, I think that's probably why, you know, they feel the way they do.
1: Well, like, on another note about that, you're kind of right. But, like, and in other words, most of his girlfriends, they kind of acted like him. Childish, not, they need to mature more. And, you know, like, I i don't, if you make a bad decision, I do, and I don't like it, it doesn't mean I hate you. It just means I don't like the decision you made. And that's what's wrong with half of the girls he dates is because they make my younger brother makes like bad decisions. And it's just not with my younger brother. My older brother, he dated a lot of girls and they too, and they make bad decisions too. To the point like, you know, they don't want to be with him anymore because they found somebody else and all this crap. And, you know, so like, like I said. If you make bad decisions, I'm not gonna like it, but doesn't mean I hate you as a person. It just means I just don't like how you that you make bad decisions. I just like that you make bad decisions. I feel like maybe if you would have talked to me instead of making a f- decision, because that's what happens with my brother's baby mama. So my brother my younger brother has a a little girl. She was born two months before my son. Literally. Like she was born on Valentine's Day. And my son was born April 19th. Now. Before. You. Like yeah. Like before you guys like be like. Oh. I never really liked the girlfriend. The baby mama. Because she would be these per- this person. Who would always talk like so much crap and then she would always be like oh your sister don't like me she always hates me like she never talks to me like says my name she will talk to my brother and be like is she gonna be there or is she gonna do that is she gonna do this like she would never physically talk to me and i told my mom i'm like if she cannot physically talk to me why why bother being around her That, see, again, that's, like, she was basically the only one I really did, I actually kind of disliked as a person. Because she wouldn't just say, hey, Chris, you need to, hey, Chris, can I talk to you? Like, you know, I bought her alcohol one time. Because I was of age. That just tells you. And so I bought her alcohol. We went all the way to Celina and back. We talked, had a good conversation. I liked it. I was actually enjoying. It. Like that's one of the moments I actually like about her. And she yet still talked crap about me.
0: I think with her, you know, like I think I kind of feel like with her, she liked to play a lot of mental manipulation games. You know, um, that I kind of feel like she. Kind of got into your brother's head on a lot of stuff, you know, and you know I feel like she tried to uh, pin your younger brother with against the family at certain points, and I kind of feel like that's she was just trying to manipulate her her way around everybody, and that's why I didn't like about her, you know, because I kind of feel like she was a manipulator, you know, pure and simple, you know. And, um, you know, and even to to this day, you know, even though they're not together anymore, she's still kind of playing, trying to uh, play them games um, with him and everything like that. And he's had to block her number so that way she can't contact him or anything. The only kind of communication they have is about, you know, who's having uh, their daughter, you know, at what, at what day, you know, that's the only kind of conversation they have. And, you know, it's quite unfortunate that, you know, I, I just, I just feel bad for our niece, you know, cause you know, it's like that, you know, but, um, well, like you said, you know, you, uh, you get, you get along with his current girlfriend and you guys have known each other for several years cause you guys worked used to work together at a few places so i mean so you guys so you already know how she is and you guys were friends before and everything like that so you know um so yeah i mean it it made it easier for you and her to uh get along
1: oh totally agree i mean like i started out our one job in 2017 i think it was yeah and um you know, she, she was there. I don't know if she started or she was already there. But um, basically, we got to know each other. We hanged out. She came to my birthday party when I turned 21. You know, we were having fun. And you, it, it was a really good time to have fun. And a lot of people said they could not believe that I turned 21. And I was just the way I was as a 21-year-old, you know, drinking and kind of crazy but um we we really kind of seem like we kind of are the same in a way because we both don't take from people i'm to the point where like when it comes to family and her like i will be okay with taking your guys's i'm sorry i know you don't want cussing on here but uh, i'm just gonna tell how it is like, I won't take anybody's crap there. I fixed it. <laughs> but, anyways, like, I won't take anybody's crap, but with my family, I'll take your crap. But if you can't handle what it's kind of, if you can't handle my honest opinion, do not open your mouth to me. That is how I am. That's how my mom is, like my stepmom. And she basically raised me to be like that. You cannot handle my honest opinion don't talk to me don't open up your mouth and talk to me plain and simple
0: right yeah like i mean that's the thing i mean i think anymore you have to be really honest with people you know because there's a lot of people that are lying to themselves or they're in denial about stuff that they're doing and they could be out there doing the wrong thing all the time and may not even like really know what they're doing but, you know, if you truly care about them and everything like that, then you have to be really honest sometimes. And, and it may hurt their feelings, you know, but I think if they're, you know, truly understanding what it is that they're making mistakes on and, and if they truly understand the gravity of the situation that they're in, that they'll come around to understand what you're saying you know, they're not going to agree with it or, well, they might agree with it, but they're not going to like it. You know, they're not going to really appreciate it. But at the same time, I think you earn a lot of trust with people when you're brutally honest, you know, like, okay, I can count on this person to to bring it to me straight. You know what I mean? You know, that, that they can be honest with me and not sugarcoat anything or BS me or anything like that. So yeah. all right um so at this point in the podcast uh we are going to react to something and this is from uh what the hell internet um they're um i i don't know what they are um their show on tiktok or uh not tiktok snapchat and we're going to uh play this video um well i mean you'll hear the audio part but uh Yeah, we're going to basically uh, watch this um, video and then, well, I'll play the audio here and then we're going to react to it. This couple
2: was scammed by fake adoption.
1: I don't know how to feel right now. I feel so, like, betrayed. I feel sad. I just feel heartbroken.
2: Because just when this couple thought that they'd finally meet the twins they're adopting, they found out that everything was a lie. I'm in shock. Like, I feel like I'm going
1: to throw up. Um, but...
2: (laughs) They were so ready for the birth of the twins that they even had a nursery prepared. They already bought two cribs, two sets of clothes, and two car seats. And not only that, they even threw a gender reveal party and did birthing classes with this expecting mom. Even their families were so excited for the twins, but this excitement turned into a devastating heartbreak in just a snap because they discovered that this woman is a serial scammer, and the way she manipulated this couple left them so devastated. So what the hell happened here? Dallin and Bella have been married for six years, and every since they got married having a child has been their greatest dream but luck doesn't seem to be on their side because even after trying several methods infertility gets in their way until finally we are adopting a baby we're gonna be parents we're adopting a baby, and miraculously, they immediately found an expecting mom who was willing to put her child up for adoption. But the good news didn't stop there, because apparently, this expecting mom is pregnant with twins. They were filled with so much joy because finally, their dream of becoming parents is turning into a reality. Everyone was on cloud nine. Until one day, a random email suddenly popped up on Dallin's phone. I have information on that you really need to know. I'm sorry she's playing you guys. She's talking to like 10 agencies. Please give us a chance to hear our stories. We don't want you guys to be swindled. And this is where things took an awful turn. His heart sank at the thought that they were being scammed this entire time. And he confirmed it even more when Bella also received an Instagram DM exposing this expecting mom. Apparently, this woman sends this photo to several families that she scams as well. She's saying that Dallin and Bella are her friends who threw a gender reveal party for her. Dallin and Bella were so lost for words because this woman is not only scamming several other families, but they also found out that she wasn't even pregnant at all. The ultrasound photos, the doctor's certificates, and even this heartwarming letter she gave to Dallin's parents were all fake. They were in utter shock, so they tried to contact this woman's mother to confirm. And this is what the mother told them. I am... Mom, she is not pregnant. Dallin immediately confronted this woman, but all he got were more lies and excuses. They couldn't believe how this woman fooled them easily.
1: Which I think is so cruel to do to someone who's been struggling with infertility for five years. Like that is like the most awful. <laughs> awful thing
2: ever. And the craziest part is that no money was ever involved in this transaction. So what's her motive? What benefit will she gain from scamming these hopeless couples? Well, until now, no one really knows. And as sad as it is, there will always be people who find joy in people's misfortunes.
0: Wow, I'm at a loss for words on that one. Like, how cruel does someone have to be to do that, man? I mean, you... How get these couple get this couple's hopes up and then this t- just turns out to be a big charade. You know, it's all fake. There's no baby. She's not even pregnant. You know, there's no adoption. There's there's nothing. And I'm just at a loss for words. I mean yeah, what what do you think?
1: So I've actually seen this video before. And I think it is maybe a year or a few years old i can't really remember when i seen it but i've seen it but it's the point that if somebody does say well that's like a few years old okay we know but it's the point that it still happens there's scammers out there but like if you weren't gaining any money why the hell were you doing it sorry sorry like I'm, i'm so upset because like I really thought I was gonna be one of those moms that were gonna have trouble, you know, like with children. And like I thought I was never gonna have children. So like for her to find out like she's she you know, she's been struggling and she's like, Oh yay, I'm gonna have twins. Like, oh my god, they're girls and she they they had everything prepared. It just It makes me boiling. Like, I'm boiling inside. Like, I'm so mad. Like, I really want to find this woman. And I really hope she rots in jail. Like, I wish we could throw her in the deepest depths of hell. Where she burns and burns and burns and burns and burns and burns. To where she just, like, rots and burns. And I I don't know. I'm running out of things to say. I'm just so mad. That's how angry it makes me. Because... like, unfortunately, I'm glad I have I had a child, but there's parents out there that's not that doesn't get to, ex- you know, have children, and I feel so sad for them. But like, you could see the happiness on her face, and you could see the happiness on his face because finding out you're being parents for the very first time, after like struggling. And you guys, sorry guys, like, I'm, I'm ready to cry because I feel for this woman. You know, I just feel so bad for her that they had to go through this. It's like, if you're not even pregnant, what the hell are you scamming these people for? Just to, just to end up coming, just to like, what, make them feel pain?
0: Yeah, I, I just don't understand why put the, the this couple through this whole thing if there was no money involved, you know? Like, why put them through that whole thing, making them think they're going to become parents, making them think that they're going to have a family, and then come to find out that the whole thing was just fake from the very start? And, I yeah, I just feel bad for this couple that they were played for a fool, you know, that this woman decided to do all this. And for what I, who, who the hell knows? I don't know. Maybe she f- decided, oh, I think this would be a great joke to play on people. That's not something that you do as a joke, dude. because uh, there, they're you know, like, like crystal crystal was saying, like there are so many couples out there that, that try to have kids and they can't because they have PCOS or, they're having some kind of infertility issue or no, no matter how hard they try, they just can't get pregnant. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, for, for, I mean, that couple, I, my heart goes out to them and hopefully, you know, cause that's the first time I've, I've even known about that. So that's just, that's news to me. So I mean, if that story has been out there for a while, which, you know, for, you know, I mean, you're telling me that it has, but that I, but um, yeah, I, I'm just knowing about it now. But uh, you know, speak. But speaking of scams and everything like that, you know, your grandmother, um, has been, um, the subject of a scam, um, that's been going on since like for the last couple of years, I, I believe. So yeah, why, why, why don't you tell them a little bit more about that?
1: Okay, well, it wasn't really my grandmother. I just. I, like, I knew this woman who I called her grandma. Um, so, supposedly, like, they got her number and they told and like, they told her basically how the scam goes. They will get a hold of your grandparents and they'll tell them that you've been in a car wreck and all this. And that they need, like, to, it, they're, like, acting like a doctor and they need, like, $200,000. You know, because they think, like, when you retire, you have that money. Well, well, so this woman was like, first off, if I'm in a car wreck, she's in, in, like, she knows that I would have my husband or somebody, like, immediately text her or call her, like, hey, so-and-so's been in a car wreck, Or she has a, like, she has a scanner, or a police scanner, and she has, like, connections that, like, immediately she would know who got in a freaking car wreck. Like, this woman knows. Like, so she would know if I immediately got in the car wreck. Before these even, so, at first, like, my, like, she, like, played it off, like, oh, my God, is she okay? Like, you know, she's all scared, and, like, acting like she's scared, well, that's what pisses me off because, it, like, this is going after, like, elderly people, trying to scan them out of all their money and saying basically their grandkids got into a car wreck or an accident or something. Like, really? You have nothing better to do than a freak, than harass elderly people? And going back to the video before, I really don't know when that video came out so like again if it did came out like a few years because i did remember seeing it and i don't know if it was like last year or the beginning of this year but i did see it before to the people i'm not saying that your video is so old or anything like that i just can't remember when i seen it okay so please don't get mad and quote me that this video is actually recent, and I'm trying to say that it's old. I just can't remember. I thought maybe I seen it like a year or two ago. I can't remember, to be honest. But, like... So, I just want to clarify on that. Because I don't want people to come in after us. And then this and these people coming after... And then that the couple in that... You know video coming after us, because that's not what's what's going on here, I just, I just can't remember when I saw the video, I remember seeing the video, I can't remember, I thought maybe it was a few years old, I mean, it could be recent, too, but, um, yeah, that's basically what's going on with scammers, they're going after, like, couples who have trouble with babies, they're going after the elderly, it's like, what's next, you're trying to, you're, you know, I I'm gonna predict they're gonna go after our kids. Just watch, there'll be a scam out there going after kids.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, anyone who tries to do any kind of scam, you know, whether it's you know uh, like lottery or vac- vacations or. You know, like oh, you want the grand prize or whatever, or you know, or it can be so evil and like calling uh, someone's grandparents and saying, oh, by the way, your grandson or granddaughter's been in an accident and all that. You know, it's just awful stuff. And you know, I think the people who do that do these kind of things are like really pathetic, in all honesty. And it's the those types types of people who don't want to get a real job and they just want to scam people out of hundreds and thousands of dollars and and the sad thing is it happens every single day and it's just insane (music) it's gonna wrap up this week's episode i'd like to thank my wife for joining me and um and do you have any closing comments before we get out of here
1: Well, first off, I'd like to thank my husband for having me on here. Second of all, if you're a freaking scammer and you're listening to this, you better watch your back. That's all I got to say.
0: Yeah, say no to scammers, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, yes, um, that'll conclude this week's episode. And make sure that you guys listen to any and all episodes as they come out on anywhere you get your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple podcasts, you know, you, you guys know what to do. So, uh, yeah, guys, um, check out human unfiltered on, uh, tick for clips and, uh, talk to you guys here very soon. Take care and stay unfiltered.